Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues, to the minor leagues, to Little League. Foul Tips is also home to the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. All right, Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, brought to you by Plate Grade. Give the gift of baseball delivered to your door this holiday season at Plate Crate. All right, we'll get going here on this uh, December the 1st, 2022, talking some baseball. The snow's on the ground. She's cold outside, but uh, the hot stove lounge is heating up a little bit. Man, I just came up with that myself. I don't know how I did that. But anyways, uh, the big news around the baseball world here in Canada for Jays fans this morning or last night or whenever it was, doesn't much matter. Uh, When it first came through was Don Mattingly signed uh, to be a bench coach for the Toronto Blue Jays, big news for the, for the Jays. I think it's a good move not only for the Jays to have them on there, but it's also good news for the Yankee fans and Yankee fans alike to uh, maybe put something to the past and, and say enough's enough with these rumors and everything else that uh, Mattingly's going to come home and be a Yankee again and be the manager for the Yankees. As you guys know, I'm a pretty big Yankee fan. If you're watching this on YouTube later on, you'll see when the background behind me with all the crap I've uh, accumulated over the years. We'll get to that in a little bit too, but uh, it's good for uh, the Yankee fans to stop pining for the past. I think it's a, we'll get that in a second, but I think it's a really good good move for the Jays. Um, Mattingly's a great baseball guy. He's been around forever. Donnie Baseball, obviously, so he must know a thing or two about the game that, to have acquired that nickname many, many moons ago. Uh, he's a good a good addition to a staff that might be uh, need a little bit of uh, maturing. Um, John Schneider, great manager, had a good run with the Jays last year, but having a guy like Mattingly on the bench who was a uh, a good wingman for Joe Torre when Torre went to the Dodgers years ago after his stint with, with the Yankees, uh, Mattingly was a good Good baseball guy, I should say a great baseball guy, not a good baseball guy, but a, a great one. Uh, a good, uh, might be a, a Don Zimmer type that, that Tory had with the Yankees when they were winning world championships. I think it's a good move for the Jays. They have a lot of good young talent. They have a lot of stuff going right for them right now. They need that uh, a little bit of maturity, I think. Schneider is a first-year manager. Uh, but having a guy with the baseball pedigree that Mattingly has, I, I don't think they can go wrong. I think... Um, Mattingly's best days behind him as manager, whether he actually even had some good days, is kind of a uh, can be debatable uh, over the years. I think he had said uh, seven in Miami, five in LA. That's 12 years as a manager. Yeah, I did a little bit of research. Uh, 483 win percentage. To me, that's not a great manager. Yeah, he, he managed some pretty bad teams, got stuck in some bad situations with the Marlins, but um, eventually you, you got to do some winning. 
and maybe that's why the uh, the Yank or the, the Marlins moved on from him uh, this past season. Maybe it was a mutual thing that he was moving on to. Uh, maybe when Jeter moved on from the Marlins also, that was maybe some writing on the wall, knowing that maybe Mattingly wasn't coming back and they were going to be moving in a different direction. Uh, I, I think it's a good, good, great move. He'll help that uh, he'll help that Jays team a lot. The guys like Vladdy, Vladdy and Bulbachet and the like, he'll be uh, a calming influence on that uh on that locker room and, and get them moving in the, in the right direction. They had their, they're doing a lot of good things in Toronto. Uh, they were a playoff team last year. They were, they were, they were out pretty quick, but they're still a playoff team, right? There's only one team that can, can come away with the world series. And it was the, uh, there's no good cheating Houston Astros. I have forgiven, but I'll never forget. I'll never forget 2017, but I have forgiven them over overall. Uh, but I think the bigger news for me and the bit, the best news for me is that we can put this, um, Mattingly to the Yankees thing to rest finally. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't know why people and Jim at the fan of the van. This is one thing that we, we tend to disagree on a lot is you thought they're bringing Mattingly in. And I said it a while ago, like you thought bringing Mattingly in to be the, the manager, uh, would have, would have been a good thing for the Yankees, a great thing for the Yankees. And I don't think I, I told you. Anyone who would listen, whoever listens to this show, uh, I said that it's not going to happen. That Don Mattingly will never be the manager of the New York Yankees. And just the same as they're, they're thinking Jeter would be the GM, why would they want that job? Why would Mattingly want that job as the manager for the New York Yankees? Every manager gets fired, let go, released, unsigned, whatever it is. Every manager who... Uh, ends up managing with the the Yankees, ends up getting booed, ends up getting uh, eviscerated, that's a big word for a uh, Thursday afternoon, eviscerated uh, in the press in New York. Mattingly was the golden boy, and the the longer he's been away from the Yankees and and from the game, his uh, mystique has grown bigger. Why would a guy take a job where he's going to be analyzed and scrutinized on a daily basis in New York City? And then when something does go wrong, and it eventually always does, no matter what, you could win 100 games like Boone has done every year since he's been with the Yankees, like 98 or whatever it was this year, um, you get scrutinized. Mattingly's mystique has gotten so big over the years that people forget that he didn't win a World Series with the Yankees. He was on some pretty bad teams back then. I mean, the Yankee fans probably, they they know, but people in general, that they probably don't know that Mattingly was gone by 96. His last season was 1995. Injuries took over and, and the like. So for him to to accept a job where his, his um, aura, per se, is going to be diminished and depleted, why would a person do that? Why would Don Mattingly get away from Donnie baseball and the like and, and be booed where he's never been booed before. Why would he take a job like that? It makes zero sense that he would do that. And then, and then risk the chance of him getting fired. Like it, the only guy who's never been fired in the history of baseball or let go or whatever from a manager's positions is fucking Connie Mack. I think was the Philadelphia athletics and he, he owned the fucking team. Right. So that's the only reason why he didn't let get let go is because he, he wasn't going to fire himself. He didn't have to pay anybody. And then it's just the it's just the way things are. So I think it's a good thing that they they didn't they they didn't go the route that most fans in, in New York wanted. The the closest that Mattingly would have gotten to the um to being the part of the Yankees organization was maybe just maybe be, being in the uh, in the 
with the Yes Network, right? In the booth, they were talking about that. that the, the Yes Network was we came out and say they, they're trying to get Jeter and um and Mattingly with the Yes Network to do some broadcast, to take over in the booth, sit with Michael K and be 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 the voice. I personally would have would wouldn't have minded Mattingly listening to him in the booth, but I don't think that um having a guy like uh Jeter in the booth is a good thing because the, the fanboy and the the, uh, the constant fawning that the people have over Jeter still to this day would get kind of annoying and I don't I wouldn't like it very much and the the instance in the analysis I don't think would be nearly as good as you have with with Paul O'Neill and David Cohn in there and and the like right so having Mattingly in there would would have been good but Mattingly to the Jays is a smarter move and I hope that this finally puts to rest that these ex-Yankees have to get back into the organization and help out the past is the past Yankee baseball is different than it was 20 years ago than it was 10 years ago you look even you look at the last World Series that they won in, in 09 George wasn't in good shape back then, right? And that big, they, they made a, a big splash with A.J. Burnett and C.C. Sabathia to share and the like, and that really helped out the Yankees. And George wasn't part of that. George hasn't been a part of this team for a long, long time. Like, you got to think that maybe 01, 02 was kind of the last time that he was a, a really a factor in the, in the goings on with the Yankees because of his his age and his and his health and everything else. So you, these Yankee fans is, that, that are living in the past, yes, I got all the crap behind me that that say I live in the past, but it's memorabilia. But this living in the past and bringing the, the old guys back and bring everybody to be part of the organization. Sometimes you got to move on and look for different ideas. Is it time to look for different ideas with Cashman? I believe 100 percent so. I, I will get into that in a second, but I believe 100 percent that it's time for Cashman to go. But that's he's not going anywhere. We discussed this a, a long time ago but it's time for yankee fans to move on 1995 is a long time ago and that's when donnie don don mattingly was donnie baseball and playing the first base left-handed eating popcorn uh, out of the kids the kids bucket in the stands it's a lot different than it was the analytics are different the, the yankees have a different way of doing things and they can't go out and spend 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 and just outspend everybody so it's not it's not the way baseball works anymore like you you think of all the money the dodgers spent over the years they haven't won anything either so they got the one world series in the covid year so you can't just go out and spend like it used to be in the George days, those, those days are long gone. So Yankee fans, uh, if you're listening, when you listen to everything else, just make sure you, you don't get caught too much in the past. And what the perception of the past is a lot different than what it actually is now. Because like I said, Mattingly didn't do a bunch of winning back then. Not his fault. Those teams were pretty poor. But let's not pretend that Don Mattingly would have been a guaranteed World Series championship if he was the manager of, of the Yankees. Because like I said, he was a below 500 manager on some bad teams. He had some decent teams in LA, but he got let go there too, right? So there's a lot of stuff that happens for, for a baseball thing to happen. He was a great player, but having a guy in Toronto, he's a good, good guy to have in that locker room, in that young locker room where the Jays have, have had some success. So I think it's a good thing that he's, uh, he's going there and it's a even a better thing for Yankee fans to finally put the, the, the rumors and everything else to rest because it would not have ended well and ha getting yourself booed and having your, your reputation tarnished, tarnished in, uh, in the hardest place to play. I mean, it's the greatest place to play if you're winning, but it, they haven't won in a long time. I don't think they're going to be winning anytime soon either. So him going there, I, I knew it was never going to happen. I called it a long time ago. It was never going to happen. And it's not, it's not new knowledge. I, I, I don't think that uh, anybody who... Uh, thinks logically with their head instead of their heart would have would have said that uh, Mattingly was going to be the uh, the next uh, 
manager or manager of the New York Yankees. Anyways, there's my Yankee diatribe for today about who, what's going on in, in the uh, with the Yankees and everything else. There's some, something else we'll get to in a second, but uh, thank you for listening very much. Uh, make sure you guys go to PlateCrate and PlateCrate.com. Use our personalized link. It'll be in the show description and get the gift of baseball delivered to your door uh, once a month. They got all kinds of good uh, memorabilia, t-shirts, accessories, training aids, the whole bit that you can uh, that you can uh, get, give to your young uh, baseball player that's in your house or a uh, aunt or a nephew or a niece or whoever. Lots of good stuff from PlateCrate and PlateCrate.com. Oh, got to breathe. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast and Foul Tips. We'll get back to you soon. Baseball season may be coming to an end, but real baseball players never have an offseason. PlateCrate is baseball's number one baseball subscription service and is a perfect monthly baseball gift that delivers a box of baseball treasure right to your door. Every PlateCrate contains six to eight unique baseball items, including gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel. PlateCrate has a different monthly theme and has a retail value of $85 per crate. PlateCrate also has clothing and accessories for coaches and parents as well. Just click on the Plate Crate banner on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, or our Twitter account and receive 20% off your order with promo code FASTBALL20 at Plate Crate. Plate Crate, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box, one Plate Crate at a time. All right, foul tips brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today for all of your ticket needs, whether it be concerts, sporting events, shows, whatever. Go to SeatGeek and save yourself 20 bucks in your first purchase using promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. But anyways, it'd be remiss to say uh, a heartfelt uh, goodbye and a farewell to... Um, the passing of Gaylord Perry today, Hall of Famer Gaylord Perry, renowned spitballer. Uh, I don't want to say cheater, but a guy who would know to uh, break the rules over the years or bend the rules, I guess. He got thrown out of his fair share of games, too. But uh, he found a way to uh, get a, an, an advantage on a, I won't say a nightly basis, but it, there was a lot of good videos on and uh, and clips and everything else on um on the Major League Baseball Network right now. So Gaylord Perry, he was uh, he was a heck of a player, heck of a pitcher. Uh, flair for the uh, I wouldn't I don't want to say dramatics, but for the uh, he's a showman when he knew he was getting caught. How he'd be throwing whatever it was in the spitballs. He got Reggie old Reggie Jackson a little bit revved up a few times with uh, his antics on on the, the mound before he threw a ball. Uh, I think a lot more was in the guys in people's heads that he was always using the spitball, but it got guys thinking. So Gaylord Perry was a pleasure to watch. I wasn't very when you were still pitching, but I remember it uh, playing this day when you were, you were out there on the mound doing your thing. Anyways, free agencies abound, obviously. Uh, not a lot going on in action-wise throughout Major League Baseball, but I found it interesting. The uh, let's, Actually, let's just talk Judge right off the bat. Um, Jeff Passon reported eight years, $300 million. That's 37.5 a year. That's good go if you can get it right. Uh, will that get it done with the Yankees? I don't know. Uh, to me, it doesn't seem... I don't think it will. I think that there's got, um, I, I just think that for judge to play every day and yeah, you need pitching to win world championships. And I get that, but to have a guy only making 1.5 more yet, it would make him the highest position player, uh, annual, uh, AAV, whatever it is, uh, 
ever in baseball history. Uh, I don't know if Judge is going to take that contract just for the simple reason that it would only be $1.5 million more than... Um, I've only, that the 1.5 more than Cole, I don't think is enough to get that deal done. I think that you have to place an importance on Judge that they wouldn't have got to the playoffs without without Judge and with with Cole. Yeah, you 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 have a guy that goes out day in day or once a week making 36 million, uh, and then Judge only making 37.5. Yeah, you're not complaining, but these guys get these guys have egos and they want to get paid and they want to, the fair market value and making only 1.5 million more than than Cole. I don't think that that gets the deal done. Um, I think that the the deal that might get, like I, like I said, it's good though if you can get it. Uh, and anybody in their right mind would, uh, when they're gro- starting to learn how to play baseball, they probably would wouldn't even ever dream of making that kind of money. But the, it, that deal's not getting it done. It's got to go to forty. It's got to go to forty one. Now that you, you start thinking about it, yeah, three like three hundred million. It's it's really good dough. Like we talked about before, ad nauseum on this. But I think you, you got to get to the forty million dollar range just to get a little bit of space between him and Cole. It's just it's just a thing. It's an attitude. It's a it's an ego thing. I, I think that gets it done. Um, the the one thing that might get that deal. The one thing that gets the deal done is I think the San Francisco Giants are going to be all in. I think that that because Judge hasn't accepted this offer yet, that there's a reason for it. I think that the Giants have a real shot at signing Judge. One, for it's closer to home. Yeah, it's two, two hours away. I mean, he's closer to home, whatever. But you, you can compare it to uh, Griffey going back to the Red, back back home to the Reds uh, from the Mariners back in the day. Um you can compare it to that kind of a deal. And I think that the, that the Giants right now, they are the third best team in that division behind the, behind the Dodgers by a lot, behind the Padres by a lot. They, they finished with 82, 83 wins last season uh, compared to the Dodgers, 107 or whatever they ended up with. And then the, the Padres. So the, the Giants have to go out and make a splash. If you watch their games, they don't have big, uh, big crowds. At whatever they call their, 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 their Oracle Park now. I don't even know what they call it anymore. Pa- I always call it Pac Bell. When, when I went there a few times, it was Pac Bell. So that's what I'll call it is Pac Bell. But I think that the Giants go out and make a big splash with Judge. They have some money to spend. They, they need to start filling their building and then they need to become competitive in, in that division. The second thing that I think is going to happen is they're going to go out and sign Carlos Correa. Um, that will be a very interesting deal. Correa is going to, command a good chunk of change 26 27 million so they'll wrap up 66 million bucks in two guys but that'll make their team um, decidedly better and i think that's something that the, the giants know they have to do and to put people in the building um, to go, go over the luxury tax whatever is going to happen they have some money to go out and do it so if they go out and spend 66 million dollars on two guys give Korea five years you give judge eight whatever whatever you want to do but the the giants know they have to get that deal done somehow if they do get that deal done, it's going to make the San Francisco Giants the most hated team in the Bronx, I think, come opening day. Because uh, let's not forget, the Giants are opening up 
in the Bronx this year at Yankee Stadium on March the 30th, I believe it is. So that could be very interesting because people, uh, they have no love loss for uh, for Correa because he's part of the, the cheating scandal back with the Astros and the, his comments. And he's kind of a douche nozzle, as uh, Jim, the fan in the van, uh, likes to say. He uh, he not a very like, well-liked guy throughout baseball. And the way he he, uh, he left uh, on a sour note with, with the uh, and the nozzle talk and the shithead the way he, he left uh, Minnesota um, just it wasn't it wasn't very good form I guess and so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there if Judge does sign with the um, with the Giants because like I said the opening day he'll get a good uh, round of applause and ovation the video board the whole bit in the Bronx but at the end of the day if he takes uh, two two million dollars more or whatever it would be to go to the Giants. Yankee fans uh, will have pretty short memories of how much they loved Judge this time last year. And then if he does sign with, with the Giants, which would become, like I said, the, the most hated team in the Bronx, more so than the, than the Astros because of Judge leaving and because of Correa being on that, that team. Yes, they're only going to make the one appearance in the Bronx next year, but I think that would put a real sour taste in people's mouths. Uh, it would put a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Like if I was sitting out in section 103 or 203, as I tend to do when I do go to Yankee Stadium, my, my one uh, my one journey out there a year, I wouldn't think twice of Boone Judge. I wouldn't think twice of Boone Correa. Um, to, to leave on that kind of a note, yeah, $37 million a year. Uh, I think that would be a pretty shitty thing for Judge to do at that point. Uh, do, you, do you blame a guy for taking more money? Never. I mean, everybody does it in any industry in the world that they uh, they'll, they'll take an extra dollar and a half to, to go work somewhere else. Whether you're a, a pipe fitter or a waitress or, or whatever, you're going to take more money to go elsewhere. But if it's something that uh, you'd be a, the highest paid Yankee ever, position player, la da 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 da, and then the chance to win, which is in New York, um, the Giants are they going to have a chance to win next year in that division? Who knows with, the, with those two guys? It can't hurt. But the the thing is. He, the Yankees have a, a chance to win year in, year out. A great chance? No. But they do have a chance year in, year out to go out there and do some damage and, and make the playoffs every year. Whereas the, the Giants, I mean, they, if they add those two guys, they probably would have a better chance, but you can't guarantee that. The National or the American League East, uh, it's tough. Where I'm going to have uh, Aaron from uh, Bruliana Sports and uh, and Dave from uh, Level the Playing Field on next week. We'll talk about the American League East uh, next year. We're going to have them a, a little trifecta show there. We'll talk about that a little bit. But the uh, the Yankees without Judge isn't to, isn't to lock him to make the playoffs, and because he he carried that team uh, into the playoffs last year on his back, and I think he, by him knowing that and him. Being told that by by his uh, people and everybody basically in baseball saying that the the Yankees wouldn't have done anything without without you last year and we all know that that only one and a half million dollars more than Cole to play every day I don't think that's a, that's a good look on the Yankees yes Steinbrenner went there they met face to face a few times and said yeah we we want you to be a Yankee for life we want you to be here la da 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 pay pay the man I think it's got to be north of. I think it's got to be north of 40. It's got to be in that area now, the, the 320 million. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But to, if he signs the deal now, it's 319, including last year. So, I mean, that's a lot of dough to say no to. But you, you just got to think uh, they got to increase it because that annual uh, AAV is going to look pretty bad to only be making. And I never thought of this earlier. I don't know why I didn't. But to only be making a million and a half bucks more than a guy who plays every every five or six days and can uh, throw out the odd stinker and give up a home run uh, at the worst opportune times. And it's never a good time to give up a home run. I think it's a, it's a, it's a bad look on, on Steinbrenner right now. They got to buck up, get to 40 million to guarantee it. Otherwise I think he's going to be a giant. 
I, I, I really do, because if he hasn't signed yet, and the longer it takes for him to become a Yankee and for him to put his name in the dotted line, I think there's more of a chance he's going elsewhere. Anyways, that's my thoughts on the judge saying Correa, I think he's going to the Giants as well. We'll talk about uh, other shortstop free agents as we uh, we get up with level playing field with uh, with Dave and brutally honest Aaron. We'll get the, get those guys in here next week, and we'll talk about a little bit more base, about baseball. Maybe there's going to be some more action going on in the hot stove, and because uh, the uh, the general managers meetings start next week, so it might be uh, the winter meetings might uh, add some more flavor to uh, the baseball talk. Anyways, follow tips the fort the. Uh, the All Baseball Edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app today. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. This portion of Foul Tips is brought to you by, by Collectible Exchange and CollectibleExchange.com. Go there for all of your sports memorabilia, collectibles, all the stuff that you you, to, you could use to uh, decorate your man cave and spruce things up a little bit, or get something for that sports collector in your life for Christmas. Uh, go to our uh, our link. It'll be in the show description later on. We'll get that in there. Click on there and get yourself something uh, something nice to put in your man cave. I got a bunch of stuff. I I got something in my hands here for those of you watching or listening on on the uh, the podcast. Uh, we'll get to the funny story, but I got a, a Bernie Williams signed bat in my hand that I got at uh, Yankee Stadium in 2014. It was the uh, Derek Jeter day. I bought it uh, in the Steiner store. There used to be a Steiner store right in the in the stadium there and i used to go in there half in the bag and a few beers and me whatever else and uh so i, I was finding some, some uh, neat stuff to buy then i i came up with this bernie williams bat that i'm showing up it'll be up on youtube later on but anyways i got that at the at the store and i, I left the stadium with a bat in my hand I'm thinking geez what the hell am i gonna do with this fucking thing as i as i leave to uh i was going to canada back to canada the next day and i was had to get in the airport the whole bit and how i was going to go about going through this but anyways i had this bat in my hand i was like walking through the bronx going from stands and billies and uh, down to the yankee tavern and back then i used to stay right in the bronx down at the days in about a 15 12 to 15 minute walk if you were uh if you you ever been down that way she's a rough part of town she's a little different than it is uh, in beautiful fort mcleod alberta where, where i'm originally from a little small town of three thousand people well not even three thousand but uh it was kind of funny i had this bat in my hand but it, kind of, it might have come in handy for the, the the rough areas that i was uh venturing into so it was uh kind I was laughing to myself as I was walking from bar to bar afterwards. I was like, I said, I was already half in the bag when the game was over and the Jeter Day ceremonies and the whole thing it was a lot of fun back that uh, September 7th, I think it was in 2014 uh, when they played the Kansas City Royals. Uh, it was a great day, like nonetheless, but it was fun. I, like I said, I bought this bat and uh, it was one of the things that sits in the uh, down here in the Yankee Tavern, right to sits right above my uh, Bernie Williams autographed jersey. Bernie doesn't get enough credit, I don't think. I think that guy should be in the Hall of Fame. I think he's a guy that really held that team together. He got a lot of big hits for the Yankees back then uh, in the World Series. Yeah, he didn't get the, the the fifth one. He was already gone by that point and retired. But Bernie was he was a hell of a player. Like he was a hell of a player. I think he was a better player than than Posada. I think he was a better player 
then Pettit was a pitcher. Uh, that That's pretty lofty coming from me because I, I love both those guys, the core four and the whole bit. But I think Bernie was was uh, right there and there should have been a core five because Bernie was, he was that kind of guy. I, I always really liked, liked the way he played. So I, I went I, I went and picked up this bat for myself. And and I was like I said, I was, I was walking through the Bronx. And the next day when I woke up and I was uh, in the cab, I was thinking, how the what am I going to do with this thing? It wouldn't fit in my bag, obviously. Once I got LaGuardia Airport and I was finding a way, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I went, I was going through uh, the check-in at the terminal there, and the girl says, you can just take it on the plane. And I said, I I don't think that's a thing. I said, I'm, I'm fairly certain, because uh, obviously it's after 9-11, obviously. And I said, I'm fairly certain that I'm not allowed to bring a baseball bat onto an airplane. I said, it's kind of a weapon. I, I said, I don't think I'm gonna, going to get through security. So we better figure this out, Air Canada or WestJet or wherever I was flying. So we we found that they found a box. We packaged it up nice and neat and everything else and bubble wrapped the whole bit. So it made its way back to back to canada back to back safely and now sits uh enshrined in its own little case down here in the yankee tavern north so i don't know if you got some neat collectible stories and how you got them where you picked them up let, let us know here go uh reply to us on, on facebook and twitter and everything else and and tiktok and instagram wherever we're, we're pretty much everywhere but i like hearing these stories about where you got your stuff how you got your stuff what it means to you and this bat means a lot because i i have a fun little story about uh, Derek jeter day what i walked out with and and, uh, and how i it came to be and like i said the, the looks i got when i was walking around uh whoever's been down to to new york whoever's been around stands in the tavern and billy's or wherever else i was walking with this bat in my hand and people were like what the hell's with this guy who the hell's this guy thinking he was I, like i said it was a, a fun day september 7 2014 where i got this bernie williams autograph bat uh hell of a player should be in the hall of fame one of one of the best to ever wear pinstripes anyways 1420 sports bar podcast and foul tips Remember, you guys, to uh, follow us on YouTube as well. There's a lot of our stuff's going up on YouTube now. We've got some big plans. I think I'm going to start it on Saturday doing a, uh, a 15, 20-minute live thing. Uh, i got to just figure out a few little glitches here and there and get to get that going a little bit. We have some pretty big goals, some pretty lofty goals for the show coming up in 2000. Jesus, 2023. Got some stuff we want to get get rolling with and to try to move uh, move forward. Uh, we've come a long ways in the, the two-and-a-half-year history of the show. We want to go even further. So make sure you guys stay tuned in. Subscribe wherever you listen to the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got some good, big stuff coming up. But, anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast and foul tips brought to you by collectibleexchange.com. Go to Collectibles Exchange, get some sports memorabilia, some music memorabilia, all kinds of stuff in there. Collectibles for your, for that sports fan in your life. They got every, everything from skates to hockey sticks to baseballs baseball bats autograph this and that it's a, it's a brandon steiner entity and they're happy to uh to sponsor us and we we have this collector's corner just for them so thank you very much collector collectible exchange for sponsoring our show puts a couple bucks in our pocket if you guys go and buy stuff there you're going to buy it anyways you might as well get it from collectibleexchange.com anyways thanks for listening we'll talk to you guys me and dave are doing a show later on tonight be out tomorrow but this one will be out probably tonight uh it is now 346 I'm going to go have a beverage, get ready for the show, get ready for day. But anyways, thanks for listening. And remember, everybody, smart people bunt. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.